very important to establish the idea of human freedom. And all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. Man cannot fall and be redeemed without the dimension of human freedom. Only the free can be guilty because only the free are responsible for what they do. Okay, so this kid's older brother tells me, he hands me a 10 strip of acid, and he says, it's going to last probably four to five hours. Oh, my God. That's what he told me. I'm 17 years old, me and a couple buddies. I'm with an 18-year-old, another 17-year-old. Three of us are in in this kid's brother's house, okay, in South City. Um, I had smoked a little bit. I had had never done a hallucinogen in my life. Heard about it, but everything was like, oh, you know, hey, uh. You know, Jimi Hendrix and Blacklight Posters. Whoa, man, whoa. And I had smoked a little bit, and I was like, okay, you know, I guess, gateway. <laughs> Time to the next thing. Um, just kidding. But so he gives us this, and he's like, hey, we're going to leave. You guys chill at the house. Me and this other kid are going to go to a rave, like a old school St. Louis rave. This is 90, this may be 00001. Okay. Double lot. Double lot. <laughs> and so he hands us this. We all split it up. We all eat it. My, my one buddy, the older kid's like, I'm going to journal and draw. And, you know, we're like, I don't know what to expect. The guy's getting ready for the rave. The one guy was a DJ, and he just starts playing this techno music. Oh, God. And they turn off the lights, and they hit the strobe light. And I'm like, I'm still not really feeling anything, but I'm like, okay, this is crazy. I'm starting to feel kind of crazy just from what's going on. Well, the one guy puts in cat eye contacts and just stands over the strobe light. And it's just like, and I'm like, Okay, I think I'm starting to feel something. And I get those stretches, you know, where you start getting the, like, yawn and you stretch. You're like, Ugh. I put my hand on the wall and it starts going, foom, foom, You felt foom. the pulse of the I air. was like, oh, this house has a heartbeat. Like, that's, <laughs> that's insane, man. So we end up, we're, we're tripping the whole night. Like, we're just having a good old time where everything's great, feeling great, whatever. They told us before they left, they're like, if someone starts freaking out, you drink a bunch of milk. That'll okay. put somebody right out of it, okay? Mind, heard you, that, but... mind you, I have a doubleheader soccer game for That's my high school the next day, okay? Oh, nice, so, nice. And this is probably around, oh, seven, seven o'clock. So 11 o'clock, this is going to wear off. 11 o'clock rolls around. I'm like, it's not wearing off very much. It's probably coming down here pretty soon. This is going to be pretty good. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, uh, the phone rings at the house. Ring, 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 ring. My buddy answers this. Just us three there. They had left to go to the rave, the older brothers. And, hey, hey Steve, it's your mom. No. Uh-uh. No. Hey, Steve, it's your mom. She has no idea what house. Sure. She has no well, idea what not. this house is. This is my friend's brother's house. Oh, she tracked they had you just, down. She Moms did, are like that, Mom man. tracked me Moms down. Moms are the best trackers in the world. I put the phone to my ear, and she's immediately like, where are you? You're supposed to be at your, your father's as a, a product of divorce. Everyone can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
what? I was supposed to be at my dad's that weekend. And my dad was doing his thing. You know, he's like, he trusted me. You know, my mom was like, where you at? Where you at now? Now where you at? Now where you Are you still there? You there? Okay, cool. You're there. So I'm like, okay, I just hang up. I don't say a word and I just hang up and I was like, Dad, we're tripping so hard. I just thought my mom was on the phone and they're like, she is on the phone. (laughs) You have to talk to her. Ring, 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 ring. It's blown up, and she's, now the she's rings. Back. Now the rings in this guy's house are like, <laughs> like echoing throughout the house. I look at my buddy; he is he's chugging milk. He's chugging milk <laughs> like I've never seen a human chug milk before in my life. So I'm like, okay, this is okay. I got it. I'm starting to uh, give me some of that milk. Uh, okay, you know what? Actually, in my head, I go, the milk's not going to help. That was something they told us. It's total BS. So we call this chick we knew. We had her come over to just kind of like to make the situation clear because no one there was clear-headed. Finally, my dad calls back. My dad calls now. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm getting calls from your mother. What's going on here? And I'm like, oh, you know, just hanging out. You know, and he's like, what's wrong with you? Your voice sounds weird. And I'm like, you can hear it? It does. I'm like, oh, my God. Mom calls back. And finally, a, a bell goes off in my head. And I go. Guys, I'm wasted. And they're like, oh, you're drunk? And I'm like, yeah, I drank a couple beers with the guys tonight. And they're like, well, get your get your butt home. Which ah, I, that's not good I know. I'm like, a good, parenting. good parenting. So this girl comes and picks us up. And the whole ride to my house, I hear my friend, who's my best friend in the world. He's in the seat next to me. And he's obviously like, he's burping because he just chugged a half gallon of milk. Oh, okay. But so he's good. still in it. Obviously, I see it's he's not working. <laughs> yes, it hasn't worked at all. Okay. So he's like, mm, and just belching. And as I'm seeing him belch, just like heat waves off the street. It was like those curling out of his mouth and curling. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm tripping. I gotta go talk to my mom in 10 minutes. I gotta go talk to my mom in 15 minutes i I am donezo eternity oh and then i start hearing him go you're pathetic you're a disappointment like that's i hear and i'm like why are you saying that and he's like i'm not saying anything and i'm like i've heard about these before (laughs) this is and i had the best time of my life up until that point you know so I get home, my mom beelines out of the house and runs up to the car. And, of course, I pull down the street, and I'm like, time to get drunk. Time to act like you're drunk, you know, whatever. So I have blue eyes. I get up. She comes dead eye with me, and she goes, your pupils are dilated. What's that about? And I'm like, uh, wine coolers do that. And she's like, they do? Okay, get downstairs or whatever. Go downstairs. The replay of the Cardinals game is on now. So what is it, 2 in the morning or whatever? Yeah, you know, sure. When does it play on yeah. Fox Sports? Midnight, whatever. Yes. Yeah. So that's on, and I'm like, oh, baseball's a whole different deal on this. Like, this is a whole different yeah, ball game. Red the <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is an amazing game. The landscapers, mwah. Like, yes. I can see every well blade of like, yeah. grass. How did you cut the arch? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So I'm like, uh, so my buddy, we're sitting down in the basement. Neither of us can sleep. Christine, uh, we turn on MTV, Christine Aguilera, come on over, baby comes on. And I'm like, this, oh, I love this video. Like, I had never really been into it. Yeah, I was like, this, I'll never forget it. I'm like, great song. Come on over, come on over, baby. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Finally, I'm like, oh, my mom comes down. She's like, well, if you get the spins, because I had never been drunk, never been in trouble, never done anything, really. You were honest about about it. So that was like the first thing you'd done besides You did the responsible thing and let your parents know that you were not capable 
of uh, getting home safe. I know, I know. Well, I don't know why that happened. Well, I lied to him, obviously. Sure, I did. Um, but so, I, so she comes out and she's like, "If you get the spins, put one foot on the ground. That'll help." And I'm like, "What are the spins? What are you talking about?" Well, I start to get like dizzy and sick. I'm like, "Oh man, I'm oh, gonna she puke." She you into it. She talked me into. It. I go yeah. in the bathroom. I puke. I'm like, Hi, "Oh, Seth's here." And boo. <laughs> and so I'm like, "Okay." I go into the bathroom and I puke and it smells like beer. And I'm like, oh man, this stuff's powerful. I'm still tripping. And you did you had nothing to drink. Had nothing to drink. Next day I'm playing a double header soccer game for my high school and this is a Roughly big one. one time. Nine and nine and ten thirty. Morning game. Yes, morning yeah. game. We didn't yeah. have many morning games. Yeah. You know, it was usually after school. No, just, or just Friday the day night. that you decided. To, yes, yeah. and this was Jeff City and Columbia Hickman. So these were out of town. Yeah, and this was we a showcase. Both they were both in our conference. Yeah. Showcase for the kids who weren't quite. We were on the cusp. You know, my junior year, I was like, eh. they're like he's fast and he hustles, but. He's not very a good. Lot of yeah. For all the stars to drink, yeah. he's a clubhouse yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll put him on varsity for some big games just You're to be on the bench. Like, we, we, we can do it. We're every down by three. Every championship team has a guy like you. Exactly. That's all I could be. Yep. Well, I was playing my you role. You get in where you fit in. Exactly. <laughs> when you feel the groove, jump in, baby. So I go out there, and I remember I'm kicking the ball around with my guy Ryan before the game. We're, we're floating balls back to each other, and he floats me this Adidas ball, and it was one of the ones that looked like the old school ones. And it's just... <laughs> It's the, I can see the design in the ball still moving. And I'm like, oh, my God. I go out there, I score a hat trick. We end up winning both games. So Play the game of your yeah, life. I, know, I didn't score a hat trick, well, but I, no. I played really well. I thought that was better, yeah, that ending, was better. better ending. You were telling the truth yeah. all the way up until yeah, that point. Until so that that point. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, this is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU. Not yeah, it is. We can finally get started because our Woo! producer is Woo! in the house. We are also joined what's by up? our boy, Roman McNew. What to do, what and we got do? John on the boards in there. What's happening, John? We're going to have some fun tonight, boys. Roman is Kind of eventually own this show with his lucrative business. Did you see that today? I, oh, oh, I did. Hey, is that, some, is that something you're passionate about? I mean, I'm giving you the you floor. Get in where you fit in. That's right. And where he literally fits in, you fit in erectile there. Erectile dysfunction. Yeah. And no, it's not even erect. No, no, no. It's not erectile stif- Yeah. <laughs> Craig, just take it from here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you're going with this. Erectile dysfunction pre. Mature ejaculation. Oh, really? I can say that on no, the air. And those were both. Those are things that I think they. Uh, uh, that company, uh, your company, Roman. I wish. Uh, it is uh, getroman.com in 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 on social media uh, for for those guys that may suffer from those symptoms. So Roman, congrats on your business endeavor. I need to and start that first billion. That first billion, kick a little back. To your boys and who's fiscal, you know? That way we can get around the Facebook algorithm. We, Have you ever had one of those nights where you're like, premature sorry, honey, ejaculated, uh, yeah. honey, this was supposed to be great, but, uh, you know. I've never, no. In, I'm a multiple <laughs> orgasmer, so it doesn't really matter. I'll do a quick, long. Gets up, stays uh, up. So, oh, are we walking a, a fine line right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we open. I'm really focused on every word that's being said right now. (laughs) Your your focus has never been higher on this show. I'm (laughs) proud of you. We appreciate you getting here, Bob. What, yeah, what's up? What's the deal? Why are you late? Oh, oh my gosh. What's the Traffic, deal? baby. Get Traffic, baby. So Dude, oh, uh, all right. If only you would have been no, The 5 p.m. hour in St. Louis. Yeah, it's a little crazy. It's like LA. It can get a little crazy. It's like it is. Atlanta no, it is. There. He's right. He's not lying about that. It's nothing. It is nothing. I there. drive from the hills of Boro 
Okay. But you leave at like what, three? I, actually, I, I work in Arnold, so I leave my work day early just to be here with you chaps. I know. Just to get here in the studio and set up when our producer can't be punctual because who knows that we're on the show at 6 to 8 p.m. on Friday night, Steve. Yeah. Who knows that? And you saw my little birthday boy at home and little Ivan. They were like, Daddy, don't leave. Can't we just play one more game of Fortnite, Father? Please, please. Can you eat dinner? And just pa- one more game, Papa. Supper, Papa. Supper. <laughs> and Seth's. And Steve goes, no, (laughs) I've got to go do a radio show, which is streaming live on YouTube and Facebook not much longer. I feel bad about leaving my fish when they're all like doing the little thing where they're upside down swimming. Well, that means they're dead. (laughs) You know, they might be good when they're gulping. I got you. They're clearly very hungry. Looking at you and they're like, don't leave. You have fish? (laughs) (laughs) I have do you want to hear a story? Yes. Do you want to hear a true story? I do want to hear a story. I've changed the water in their aquarium multiple times. I've never had any problems. You killed some, didn't you? I killed everybody but one. <laughs> yeah. Oh one sir. I don't know oh, what happened. Well, how about that first scenario? Would you rather go down no, with No, no, no. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm so sad. It's like, you're expensive. Don't die. Well, are they saltwater fish? No, they're freshwater what fish. What kind of expensive freshwater Actual fish are you buying? Yeah. Blue cats. She's <laughs> uh, got a big aquarium. Southern Asia, a lot of freshwater. Okay, there. settle yeah, down. We're, we're on like, the fine line again. You get those like through the mail? No, actually, I, Roman, I, Roman, this should be the new uh, branch of getroman.com. I would like you to sell fish in the mail. In a beta. I mean, have you seen them dump a whole bunch of refill lakes? better for them that way. I think if yeah, you freeze them and then that, you dump them into the water and once it thaws, they're just they're good. You know, fish are yeah. much tastier after they've skydove. Absolutely, it's yeah. well it known. Makes them stronger. It's yeah. well known in the culinary world. It just is. like veal, just like they don't let those little no, baby calves. Cess fish a little murdered all those other fish. That's the deal, and that's your fish. That's the oh, one. Yeah, it's probably all carp. The murder probably got all carp. It probably. Carp, mud carp. Who keeps carp in the house? I do. I yeah. like those scaly yeah, carp. They turn into dragons one day. Did you know carp? that? In Japanese lore, carp becomes they're a dragon. They're good for eating. That's not like true. Mud. They can't. They can't. They can't. Well, be I mean, they're doing spend an hour and a half. They just destroy the ecosystems. Get off the grass carp, okay? They're just, all the they're just uh, to get all by. the fishers out there. What's your favorite fish? To I just fillet when you catch it. I just type eight eight zero zero eight zero eight. Great. Well, it's good. Fantastic. You're on the same page. Guys, this first hour is brought to you by Missouri <laughs> Medical Cannabis Company. For and you're not going to go anywhere else to find content like this. We opened the show with our boy, Steve, giving us a very intimate story about the I time listened he to lied, in my car. He lied to his parents. <laughs> that was good. Oh, good. Well, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. That, that's actually, that's, uh, yeah, that means something. That's encouraging. He had at least one listener. But this <laughs> tremendous content. This we trem- lost them because you're here. <laughs> exactly. This tremendous content is brought to you by Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Go to momedcanco.com. If you enter HOSO at checkout, you get 15% off, but I'll give you another deal. If you plan on buying three bottles of CBD, three products, you're going to get two for free with the code HO, 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 capital H-O, capital H-O, capital H-O. You're going to get five bottles of CBD for the cost of three. Guys, it's a good little Christmas it's stocking little stuffer. Little it's a nice little stocking stuffer. Can you go better? over that again, Craig? Because that's kind of confusing. Yeah. You get three if you buy three product. If you buy three bottles of, of Missouri Medical Cannabis Company's product, you will get two for free. 
of the same product. Is it different milligrams? Or can I don't know. Don't pet stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Just, anything. I believe it's anything? three bottles get two, right? I would imagine of equal or lesser value. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah, yeah for sure. Get some cocoa and get it all. Get some. Get it all. all Just go to momedcanco.com. Did you guys know I had to board op for uh, St. Louis Live the other day? Well, I was, uh, was no, I didn't know that. I was the little. I didn't know that, and I tried to give our morning compadres a listen in the mornings, but I didn't hear you. I love those guys, and I tried to support them as much as possible, but uh, they were a little harsh on us. Oh well, let's they hear really it. Were, because uh, because I was there, and you know I haven't board opt. Some of us got promoted, and we don't have to board up every day, <laughs> so we're a little rusty once in a while. But Travis Terrell, you you guys are familiar. Familiar with uh, TT Travis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had this to say about the show. Let's hear it. Boy, Seth is killing you guys this morning. Huh? <laughs> Jeff Jones. <laughs> you know, since our show Fake doesn't laugh. have bong talk, and <laughs> we bring on former uh, drug mules for El Chapo, uh, he just struggles to to produce a to help produce a radio show. What is what? that? What? Consider the gauntlet. Shots fired. Consider the gauntlet thrown, my friend. Hey, wow. you know what? No, no, no. Hey, hey, let's. This short. Let's hear it again. Boy, Seth is killing you guys this morning, huh? Uh, Jeff Jones. I made one mistake for three hours. You know, since our show doesn't have bong talk and bong talk, <laughs> bong talk, bong talk. On former that's bold uh, drug mules for El Chapo. I wish. Uh, he just to, I wish. I wish. Uh, I think my favorite part of that. Pretty sure that's a shot at Seth Ferrani. Here's here's what's the. <laughs> yeah, it could, hey, very well could yeah, also yeah. be. Uh, it could a be a shot at that former Hell's Angel, and I kind of hope it was Travis Ooh. Trail because guess what? I'm giving them your info that's right we run in circles my friend those are our boys i'll bring them both in here wow um just i got one question real is does anyone find uh travis or chris like funny or does anyone not anymore who who? think they're (laughs) who i I can't endorse them after hearing that you're putting me in a weird position i can't endorse them after hearing. i I think they're funny but you sabotage their show if you ever go on it ever from now on you play our drops you play our drops on their show from now on (laughs) i did I did. That's why they were so upset. Uh, mm. That was Jeff Jones. Mm. Jeff Jones was uh, taking a crack at me and my board opping skills. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm oh a little God. rusty. We almost asked him on the show tonight, but guess what? <laughs> oh, we got somebody better, I think. Right? We're, oh, we're going wow. to Brian Stoll. <laughs> oh! Do you mean to tell me we got sports talk we got Brian Stoll? We finna talk about sports on this show. This is Sport Talk Radio. When do we have Stoll joining us? 6.30. Oh, baby. If you stick around here for a few That's more minutes, 10 minutes. 10 minutes away, our guy's calling in here. The real flagship of this uh, radio station, not those morning guys who talk about, uh, I don't know, like how many days can you talk about how great Wakanda is? Hey, fair or foul. <laughs> I don't even think Black Panther was, was that good of a movie. <laughs> And because Michael B. Jordan's a terrible actor. That's, that's, that's where I stand, okay? It's basically <laughs> Travis interrupting everybody for three hours. There we go. That there is the morning show. There you go. Gauntlet's back at you. He, he is the served. Funny, he's the funniest guy, though, like in the world. It, yeah. Listen. He is. He's not listen, in the world. The funniest thing really? about that clip was Chris Gardner's laugh. The man is a treasure. Can we hear it? Hey, hey, treasure. I made fun of his laugh. I thought it Travis. I'll hear it one more time. I'll listen to it. Chris. I'll listen to it. Boy, Seth is killing you guys this morning, huh? Yeah, he did. That's Jeff Jones. You know, since our show doesn't have bong talk and 
<laughs> Chris Gardner on carries the whole thing. Yeah, it does. Uh, drug mules for like El Trapo. Uh, he just struggles to, <laughs> to produce a... <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me <laughs> smoke Marlboro Lights and drink Diet Pepsis. <laughs> let, let me get this straight, though. Hey, I'm, I don't know why this is getting Seth delicious. Was, Seth was in there playing the, this is real radio. Probably. Wasn't he? Is yeah, that what probably. you're doing? That's why they said you were killing them, because you got like three drops no. that you go to. Tombstone? Did you I give me a tombstone drop? No, it wasn't about drops. I was just messing up, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Fair I, enough. Well, 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 I was supposed to play Jeff Jones' intro. I missed my cue. I'm a little rusty on the board when it comes to doing good, a three-hour morning radio show. Um, I was drinking coffee. I might have done some Drinking coffee. I, <laughs> making copies. <laughs> drinking coffee. I haven't done anything like that for a while. Right on. It was fun. I love those guys in the morning. I'm glad that they even uh, took it out of their day (laughs) to mention us to their six listeners. It was really nice of them. (laughs) And... You know, I'd like for us to do more with them in the future. I'd like to, I'd like to see us uh, bookended on this uh, radio schedule because I think they, I think being the same age, they reach a, a very similar crowd, albeit a little less involved, uh, evolved. But you know, I vow to destroy them. I will use every last breath in my body Give to strap. destroy everything that they have ever built around here. <laughs> I Even, love it. Even if it means destroying us. That mustache says you're serious. It does. You're not here to take part. You're here to take over. Uh, yes. <laughs> Conor, <laughs> yeah, Conor McGregor yes. said that. Yes, I am. And that Conor McGregor and I have a lot in common. A few we are both really, we are you're, both, you're really both male. You both have great tattoos. You're both men. Yeah, you do. I tattoo. I see it in the shower. I wanted to do. I was actually found myself thinking about your tattoo the other day, which was odd. In I'm the a, shower. <clears throat> I'm going to do a, a little song, maybe, or a little story about the forgotten tattoo. You know, the tattoo is like this hot thing, and everyone's like, this hey, are, you, are, you gonna do, "Are you going to do a legitimate touch up? What you do you mean? Cover up? You mean touch up? What's that? You go back usually for free. the second round for the touch-up? Oh, really? You don't know there's a thing called a touch-up? No, I don't know there's a thing called a if touch-up. If there's any of the ink that has people piss me disappeared. Off. <laughs> it looks good. I well, then maybe you don't need touch-ups. Yeah, 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 I got yeah, one that's good. I don't need a touch-up. Do I need to touch it up? Hey, uh, show everybody. Gosh. touch it up? No. I mean, you could probably maybe get some green. A little extra green. That's holding pretty well, yeah, though. I will, I'm not going to lie. It was a job well done. First of all, Sean is amazing at Tower Classic Tattoo. Who sponsor our phone range. lines? Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL in the Grove. Guys, you want to get some quality tattoo. And I'll tell you what, just going into that little uh, that little parlor, they've really got a nice setup going on over there. I love it. It's a gorgeous the little vibe spot. in there. Is gorgeous. You don't, you don't need to order a drink. You walk in, you're like, I'm stimulated. Yeah. You don't need yeah. anything. What, what is he talking about? about? I don't know what I did. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we made Seth laugh. I mean, we could have it right good. there. You that was pretty it? good. That's pretty. <laughs> but no, no, Parlor is amazing. <laughs> they are, Parlor STL with the arcade. Uh, a lot oh. of the old school games uh, that, man, like The Simpsons. Some posters I think they have I've never Ninja seen Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Except for in there. I think that's Those Sean's thing. Sean's crazy. real big into uh, foreign movie old posters. Yeah. yeah. And they're super neat what they got hanging Nigeria, up there. Craig, you've been in my apartment. I have. A couple times. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm into foreign movie he keeps He keeps the lights down low. <laughs> Why? What? It smells of rich. <laughs> I have. I have it uh, smells of rich teak wood. <laughs> okay, it's got a very fresh smell. It's almost like walking into an Abercrombie. Okay, and 
He's got playing uh, like rave music. No, more, not so much no, rave. More like chill stuff. The cure. Like more like chill stuff. <laughs> chill. No, no, it's, it's like a nice little I'll play, ultra lounge. I'll play 17 seconds by the Cure all the way through. It's one of the best albums ever. Well, uh, oddly enough, all we can play for our rejoins is 17 seconds without the fascists of corporate America trying to Mark shut us down. Zuckerberg. Anyway, and his plate of flies. Did you see the bad re- uh, lip reading video? Oh, I did. That thing was great. They got a nice little gig over there. I can't imagine how much time that whole thing takes because right. it really matches up nicely. Oh, yeah. The video editing. We were going to talk about, uh, before we jump to break, we are going to talk about a couple things. There is a movement going on, not only in Denver. We had Denver for psilocybin on the show uh, several months ago, um, but now Oregon. Oregon is looking to push to move uh, to decriminalize psilocybin, and it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, I think that it's one of those things. We talk about cannabis a lot, and cannabis is uh, an unbelievable medicine. We see it healing kids and and, um, really helping people out. But I also think that cannabis, when used to treat depression and whatnot, it's one of those things that's kind of ongoing. You don't just smoke it one time. You're like, I'm better for life. I think that's possible on psilocybin. I think it's possible under controlled uh, environments, and I think that Maps, who who uh, I don't know, should I put it out there a little bit? Should I put it out there a little bit? I would. We've been having uh, some conversations back and forth with Maps. They heard about us uh, through our push for Amendment Two. Uh, they heard through the grapevine a little story about my Bell's palsy and uh, the way that psychedelics <laughs> the way that psychedelics help treat that. And we've been talking back and forth. We're looking to kind of have them on the show and contribute, and maybe as an ongoing thing. Yeah, they are for sure. the premier source of psychedelic news psychedelic research i mean we're talking johns hopkins professors we're talking mda wait. mdma is in its third third phase third and still happens in two I real think. quick wow. why, why is this such a regional thing because we all know cannabis started in uh, colorado and, and and washington started in, in california. california yeah california a long time ago yeah. well but as yes. far as uh, as far as the legalization goes and now we're looking at psilocybin being colorado and well that, that's just what i'm trying to do think california is, yeah. california's thinking about i it think that's where a lot of the hippies went well, was Northern California, yeah. Oregon, and Washington. Well, but this takes actual research with doctors, scientists, I, people who like. And you're saying hippies can't. It's do probably that. the children. No, of no, those I, hippies. no. I'm saying that. Okay. Why well, is it taking place there? Yeah. Um, well, I think that the culture is um, one that has been cultivated over a longer period Maybe of time. Maybe we should go there and find out. When 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 California went medical back in the 90s, they were definitely you leading just the way. Get high. <laughs> and so there, there's a, there's an amount of normalcy that is uh, applied to different alternative medicines the with, with cannabis and everything. Very They're more, a little yeah. bit more ahead. It's you know, I mean there's a, typically a younger demographic living in the bigger metropolitan areas and and so I mean, you know, I I I think there's a several different things, but if we can start changing it's cool that cannabis is now like across America. Um, people are like, guys, what are we doing? Throwing people in cages for plants? We don't do that. We're better than that. Ask well, Jeff they're starting to extrapolate that down the line a little bit, and they're like, wait a minute, what, at what point does prohibition make sense, and at what point doesn't it make sense? And so, like, there's this really awesome libertarian argument uh, on the lawful side of things and natural law and things like that. But then there's also this healing benefit. And once these people start seeing. Once again, help have those veterans be the bridge between the common man that doesn't know anything about it, that, that was uh, all about uh, – and I love Ronald Reagan, but let, let's be honest. Nancy Reagan and her, her say no to drugs thing, like that was a, a whole huge part of that presidency, and it, it created an unbelievable stigma. And, of course, I, it, it built onto the Nixon administration, all of that. But we were, no. we were using we were using these substances. MDMA was used originally as a um, – 
to treat depression. Like that's what that was the deal. That was what it was made for. And then people started using abusing it in clubs in the rave scene, and they be, can use it. I think became, Nixon and Reagan were miles apart. Let me let me ask you guys this: Do you think do you think mushrooms have as the, far as their intent goes? Oh, maybe, maybe. Do you, do you think mushrooms yes. have the taboo that cannabis had? Do you think it has that? It much might, not, yet. Be, I don't know. Uh, not yet. I think, I think that more people have anecdotal experience with cannabis than do psilocybin. Government does not like that. They want they want things on paper, right? Which is yeah, what they want oh, scientists. Yeah, yeah, scientists yeah. want that. Which is what Maps is doing. And, yeah, and That's I feel why like Maps is huge. I feel like we can come back from break. I guess we got Stoli on the other side of the break. But well, we can I pick got, this back I up got in the something that'll tie into that with how to. I everyone in this town is. What do we got to do to help the blues? I have the answer. We're going to get that on the other side of the break. We should be joined by uh, Stoli. He's going to join us here on Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU nine twenty a.m. We'll catch you on the other side author of They Fought for Each Other and co-author of Fight Like a Girl, The Truth Behind How Female Marines Are Trained, Kelly Kennedy. 2007, I invited with Charlie Company. They were in Adamia, Iraq. They were getting shot at every day. They're kind of used to us being around and have uh, expectations that we're going to be able to handle it. They're in the thick of it. You're in the thick of it. Out on patrol and getting shot at. If you happen to be with them, then you're getting shot at, too. Who's your sophisticate? Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. Here on WGNU. What y'all doing in here? Get out of here, Stevie. We're taking CBD, and you don't want no part of this. You're taking some of that CBD? Yeah, of course we are. Can't you see it? No, I can't. Come on, Stevie. Join the party. No, Stevie, you don't want this. Get out of here. Yeah, you know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I don't Will I get addicted to something? It's not habit forming. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't want to OD on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, oh, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. Oh, it's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it, Stevie. I think I kind of want it. Okay, just this once. Come on in. Guys, go to momedcanco.com and enter HOSO at the checkout and receive 15% off anything store-wide. Visit momedcanco.com. Have you ever been pressed for time? Rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys or trying to beat that grace period at work and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk. And for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, You From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover. Because sometimes, it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View From The Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. Hey, it's your pal Stephen George Elgin. Many of you saw me get my bum tattooed on live video with our friends at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. What? 
Obviously, many people trust my opinion, so I'm going to talk to you about my top three reasons why I regularly visit Parlor STL, and Seth is going to translate it for all you punk rock skater kids. First of all, the cocktail menu is better than any you will find anywhere in the city. Say words, son. They mix it up tight if you want to get that sip on. The Nug Shack serves up some of the best farm-fresh fried chicken you'll ever eat. Cluckety-cluck. They got that sicky fresh chicken for your face. The place is packed full of old-school arcade games, plus pinball and even skee-ball. They got games for days, son. Ask your mom about them. That's Parlor, located at 4170 Manchester. Check them out at ParlorSTL.com. And speaking of tattoos, you got the itch to get inked? Visit Tower Classic Tattooing about 100 feet east of Parlor. View their artist profiles at TowerClassic.com. I ain't got no job. Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Yeah, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, er, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Now, here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat, Daddy, i got to go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice, er, you can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out. He says, oh, my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. <laughs> to me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. In Africa, five-year-old Cheru has no choice. She and millions like her must walk miles every day for dirty water. But together, we can end their walk by providing clean water close by. Instead of spending hours walking to get water that makes them sick, girls can be in a classroom that expands their minds, and moms will gain back time to care for their families. Sons and daughters can grow up strong, finally free of sicknesses caused by dirty water. At World Vision, care about clean water runs deep. Deep enough to reach one new person with clean water every 10 seconds. Because every child, every person, everywhere deserves clean water and a chance to rise to their full potential. It's true. When you just add water, you change a life. Learn more at worldvision.org. Lifetime Roofing, where you at? Lifetime Roofing, where you at? Okay, a lot of people have come out and tried to talk game on Lifetime Roofing. Well, guess what? It's time for a little clap back. Let's get it, though. Lifetime Roofing now. If you just Google now. Lifetime Roofing, why? If you Google it, Lifetime Roofing is just the truth. It's the truth. I got the proof. Lifetime Roofing and doofing is doofing do. And you just Google goo. And you just Google goo. And it's a Lifetime Roofing and it's just the proof. Proof. 
Left I'm roofing and goofing and just a Google it. Left I'm roofing and goofing, I just go Google it. But seriously, Google Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're excellent. WGNU, the talk of St. Louis. Streaming live at WGNU920AM.com. Who is that bringing us back from break? Less than Jake, 1989. All tonight's music is a song that's named after a year or has a year somewhere in the title. Right on. I love it. And that was Less Than Jake? Less Than Jake. Song was what? 1989. 1989 by Less Than Jake. Take that, Facebook. So. Take it. Just take Take it real hard. I say that because we got throttled last week. They actually yeah. shut down a live video because of Lionel Richie, of all people. Uh, we were just trying to do a little dancing on the ceiling. and uh, Trying to make the bank off that Lionel Richie uh, That's song. the deal. We played 36 <laughs> seconds of it, so watch out, ladies and germs. It's like we're not even buying food with the money we make. Right. Calm down, Facebook. Just <laughs> relax, okay? Just relax. What have you guys done Nobody's with all your doing anybody. extravagant wealth from the well, show? Well, all night long got me a I spider put in ring. An infinity pool. I invested in spider rings. Spider- uh, yeah, there's a there's a never ending flow of spider rings at Chuck E. Cheese. When you have like ten tickets, it's the one thing that you can get. So I invested in them because Chuck E. Cheese is always going to be buying them. It's not a bad idea. I did that with all of my earnings from 36 seconds of all night long, all night. We're shut, we're shut down. Okay. Um, I invested in glass wolves, eagles, wolves, eagles, and dragons. You know, like crystal dragons and eagles. Yeah. That, there's they're going to be big. There's a market there. There's gonna, they're going to be big. There's a, and you're getting in early. You are getting in early. I don't know. I might have missed the main uh, time to really get into them. But I'm not missing the end of that bubble. So uh, should we lead into to Stoli possibly calling in with the big news? Stoli, uh, we're still waiting to hear him uh, call. <laughs> hear from him? Can I start over? Yeah, we're sure. We're still waiting to hear from him. Okay. But, hey, take it away. <laughs> that's the, the, that's the best that, that, I got at that, that point. That answered my question. Uh, well, I guess we'll just pick up where we left off. Um, it does. It's not going to really segue into sports talk. But we got plenty to talk it about. It might. It yeah, it is. It depends. Oh, okay. Well, it all we'll depends. Just see here. So on we were talking about psilocybin it, and and changing the the stigma around it, just like we did with cannabis. Um, and I am of the opinion that through some psychedelic research, as few as one doses, one one um, um, journey, supervised one, one supervised uh, session with a professional um, will uh, has shown to work in as few. As one, just as few as one, it is shown to uh, reduce depression. Has it is shown to help with PTSD? It is it, with the, with the different studies that they're doing. I think it's like seventy three percent show show improvement in their psyche, basically after just one. Now, I'm not saying that there's not more there's not more to uh, you know be gained by by several or by doing it more. But what I'm saying is as few as one. For the mind can make a change. Not much is more powerful of a medicine on earth. So say you're a veteran and you just did it on your own, per yeah. se, not guided. Sure. It's Self-medicated. Like, but now say say you've done it multiple and multiple times, mm-hmm. just with friends and, you know, sure. comfortable situations. Sure. Um, 
But when it comes to it, would a guided meditation make any more difference than what you've already made on your own? Oh, I, I think, think so. so. You think so? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so big yeah. time. Yeah, for 100% I do. Uh, guys, on the line, let's talk a little bit about sports. Let's sports. do it. Sports we just, time. Sports we just don't do it often. We're going to, I'm going to mention it again, we're going to the flagship show of this station. Yep. Not those morning guys that think they're smart. They're the worst. we got the best sports talk game Best sports talk guy in the game yeah, we here do. in St. Louis. Brian Stoll's on the line. What's up, Brian? It's all about meditation. Shante. I Shante. love him. I guy, love this guy. He's got a voice he jumps that'll right just back melt. In, he jumps right into but, it. Or butter. This, Brian. This got a focus before we go on. Yes, that moment of focus, of clarity that provides us direction. Would that help the blues? It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> anything at this point, right? I would. Yeah, it would not hurt. It would not hurt. Stully, they need something. What's wrong with these guys? What, what's wrong? With you know them? what? I I, I honestly can't give you a good answer. I mean, we've seen uh, any sort of question and answer put forth before them, and they give us those flashes. But you know, when when a hockey coach is describing his team as fragile, I don't know if there's a bigger insult that you can have as a hockey player. What is, well, is that? that particularly? Uh, is that pertaining to the injuries because they are plagued with injuries? We well, know just that. that's, that's just crazy. No, I, I don't think it, it's to the injuries. I mean, injuries are going to happen. That's just part of the game. But I but think it has to do with the fact that the the lack of aggressiveness and, so no you know, you haven't seen that, that anger. And really, I mean, you have to question the pride of some of these players. And I, I don't think it's a matter of want to. I, I really don't think there's anybody who's out there just kind of going through the motions. But when they talk about not working hard enough, uh, they mean not working smart enough. And when you have a two-goal lead and you're you're sitting back and you're chipping pucks and you're not being aggressive – and you allow another team to come back and take it to you, uh, again, at some point, I mean, I don't know how much further the Blues need to go to truly bottom out so they can climb back up. Oh, I know all about bottoming out. Um, the deal, I see the, I see, <laughs> I see the Blues as mentally weak. I see when something goes bad, the whole team, most of the team, the demeanor drops. And I am a terrible judge on this because I'm a huge fan. So I feel like I see the game through blue-colored goggles. You know what I mean? So, But do you get a feel like... That, and, and I think a lot of it falls on Petrangelo being the captain. And I know some people say the captains don't have much to do with it it's, anymore. It's a different game now. But I feel the mental side, these guys are all so close in skill that you definitely have a game breaker. You have your Tarasenko's, which he hasn't showed up like he should have this year, in my opinion. He's been hustling, but I need that guy to snipe some goals. Um, yeah. How, how, do you, how much do you put on Petrangelo, and what do you think the, the mentality of the team is right now? Well, I think that Petro receives a share of the responsibility. But I think, you know, you mentioned Tarasenko, and I'm sure if we went down the roster, you could point out with every player what they need to be doing better or mistakes that they've made. I mean, some of the own goals from Bo Meester and, you know, Pareko has had some issues. I mean, really, the only guy that I would have a really hard time finding any problem with his game this year is Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, that, that guy has just been, <laughs> been nails. I mean, Braden Shen. Yep. Uh, by his own admission, that was a really bad penalty yep. that he took in overtime the other night. Uh, so, I mean, th- there's been responsibility to go across the board. And, you know, you bring up Petro and even some of these other names. These are, these are guys that we've seen be very successful oh, and play at sure. a high level before. That's what's even more confusing about it. They didn't suddenly forget how to play. Uh, they suddenly just, you know, don't care. It, it's just 
it's it's a very odd, very strange circumstance. Uh, I don't think that Mike Yo was solely responsible. Obviously, he bared some responsibility, but you're seeing with Craig Berube coming in, who's got a different style. It's not suddenly that whoa, it's a whole brand new Blues team. Uh, there, there's some bigger issues with this squad right now. I feel like you know, and Craig Kohler, non hockey guy, but just from an, an outside perspective of casually watching hockey, it's it's it does it can't be put on Yo's shoulders because when they fired Hitchcock, the whole thing with Hitchcock was he was too hard on the guys and he's lost the morale of the team. Then they brought Yo in and they bounced for him. They rallied a little bit and then they went soft again. I think it's just veteran leadership, and I think that you know you got a guy like uh, it, it, everybody in St. Louis felt. Um, juiced when Ryan Reeves took out what Tom Wilson the sure. other day, right? And I'm like, Look yeah. at this. we're so soft that we have to depend on players we've traded away to right yep. the ship on the ice. Like, And I know that I'm not big on for the, on the whole fighters and everything, but you got to still put people on the boards, and you still got to make them not want to go down in front of your crease and just beat up on we're your goalie. An, I feel like we're an easy team to play against. Yeah. Teams do not yeah. mind playing us right now, and I think that's, that's part of the huge problem as far as the mentality goes, too. you got to be willing to go into the dirty areas and, and put yourself in front of the puck. And this team's just not willing to do that right now. Well, there was a heaviness and a grit that certainly David Backus and even a Troy Brower provided. And, and even a Jackman. That moved away. Jackman, no question. And you know what? And Jackman, Jackman was aging. His career was winding down. But there's no question that style of player, uh, it's harder to find on this Blues team now than it was a couple of years ago. And, you know, the one constant in this is Doug Armstrong, because he's the one who's assembled this roster. And, you know, again, if you look at this roster up and down, there's talent on it. And, there, and we've yeah. seen when this what this talent can do. It just hasn't done it consistently and found that traction. But I do think that there's something to be said. You can't ask a player to be somebody that he's not. Um, when, the, when they hired Mike Van Ryan, one of the questions that I asked him was, look, I know that Colton Pareko is not Chris Pronger. I get that. However, is there a way to, like, coach nastiness into somebody? And, you know, Van Ryan brought up the point. You know, you can't make somebody who they're not. Colton Pareko is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Um, He's a beast. He's strong. He's huge. But he's nice. He doesn't have that nasty streak like Pronger did that helped make him a Hall of Famer. Now, maybe something will happen down the line and, and things will click and we'll get angry and we'll see that side of him. But we haven't yet, and it doesn't seem like we will. And I think the Blues have a lot of those type of personalities that there's not necessarily the same, you know, like uh, I was just reading Cujo's autobiography. There's not a Garth Butcher on this team. There, there's just not. And it doesn't mean that the guys aren't individually tough. It's just there's a different style that they go out. And to ask somebody to, you know, to expect Petra to, like, be kicking stuff over in the room and yelling, screaming, getting guys' faces, I don't know that that's his personality. Sure. Yep. Pe- Petro, in my opinion, has to go right up to Pareko about 30 <laughs> seconds before the game, and he hawks a lug right in his face. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that was the Calgary Flames who just did that to you, pal. Now pull pull some red ass out, okay, buddy? <laughs> hey, yeah. can, can we pivot to some, like, some good positive. news, some yeah, great news, some good it. news. Yeah, Stoli, I'm not sure I've news. been this excited Woo! about an acquisition uh, in St. Louis, and I, I don't know at least at least fifteen twenty years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Paulie Goldschmidt, we got him for a, <laughs> for a couple of baseball cards, and like I mean, uh, it was but just that bird penis. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like, like Mo was wearing a ski mask on that deal. What are your thoughts on the whole on the whole? Uh, it was Luke Weaver acquisition. and like two other guys. Carson Kelly and yeah. some infielder yeah. nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you guys. I, I think this is 
very substantial, very significant, very exciting. Uh, I was almost a little taken aback talking with Jose like today because I brought up, you know, that the Cardinals didn't have to spend a lot to get Goldschmidt, meaning that, you know, yeah. you've got all this money, a $300, you know, check you didn't have to write in free agency. And most said, hey, this, this acquisition cost was very high. And I get it that Carson Kelly, you know, now going to be the everyday catcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks, has a very bright future in front of him. And Luke Weaver certainly is, is factoring to be a part of the Diamondbacks rotation moving forward. We'll see how Andy Young, that infield prospect, turns into. Same with the compensation draft pick. But none of that directly hurts the Cardinals' 25-man roster for 2019. And you've got one of the elite players in the game today uh, that, that steps in, and, and maybe you're able to sign him to an extension, maybe you're not. But you have a one-year audition, a one-year courting period, a one-year rush recruitment to get Paul Goldschmidt to say, you know what, uh, free agency is great, or even if I'm going to stick my toe in the water – I think I'm staying here in St. Louis. So it is a win-win situation in a huge way, I think. What does that look like uh, after this season? What is he, he's going to probably be 31, age 31 this season. So, I mean, realistically, yeah. what do you think? Four four years, five years to lock him in after oh, this? Eight. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think he might try to get one more contract, yeah. though. You, you know what? It's um, a, a comparison that I brought up, just trying to gauge. And it's a little harder to judge players today because there is a decline in their career. Instead of having their best year as they get older, There, there is a decline that has returned to the game. But you look at a Joey Votto who is still playing at a very high level, and he's a few years older than Goldschmidt. Yep, right. Uh, so I, I think four to five years easily – you should expect good production. Um, you know, Mike Farron of MLB Network Radio, who also does pre- and post-game work for Arizona, likened Goldschmidt to Matt Holiday, And we saw how Holiday continued to produce up until, you know, I mean, and actually even his last year, he still hit 20 home runs in St. Louis. But you saw that a decline was in play. So, you know, a five-year deal, maybe a six-year extension, depending, I, I don't think is out of the ballpark, out of the question at all, because the next four or five, you're absolutely expecting Goldsmith to deliver. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to see Joey Votto in that fourth hole, though? Well, we've got no room that would for him. Be, oh, yeah, no. We need uh, – I was going to bring up Arenado. I'm, not, I'm talking about the lineup, like oh, yeah. the hitting. Oh, Hitting God. is my biggest thing. Joey Votto in the fourth hole, because we've that's been in the for fourth how long? hole. I like how you say it like a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking uh, Arenado. Is Arenado a pipe dream? Because I mean, I could see us getting him halfway through the year when Colorado's a little bit out of it. I, I'd be willing to give up some premier talent for that guy because Craig and I were talking the other night that I think Goldschmidt is probably a top five talent, maybe top ten if we're excluding pitchers in all the league. I think he's definitely. One or two, one or one A as far as first basemen go. I mean, if you look at his numbers the last three years combined, I think he's in the top three in runs, RBIs, home runs, yeah. um, you know, uh, slugging, all that. Um, where do you where do you put Goldschmidt? And is Arenado a pipe dream? Well, I put Goldschmidt number one amongst the first base simply because, as you mentioned, since 2012, there's like eight offensive categories, and he's number one. Yes. So with all due respect to Votto, to Rizzo, to the other great yep. first basemen that are out there, Goldschmidt's there, and his glove probably isn't talked about enough because he is gold a glove. legit gold glove first baseman, absolutely. So I would put Goldschmidt number one, and I do agree. He's one of the top you know, five players in the game, period. In terms of Arenado, um, I think – I wouldn't call it a pipe dream uh, because, again, the Cardinals have the resources. But you got to look at this from Colorado's standpoint. Um, you know, 
Arenado's a little younger than Goldschmidt. Uh, Colorado is in a different spot as a franchise than the Diamondbacks are in terms of being competitive and being able to see the playoffs and the World Series within their reach. So I don't understand. Like, if I'm Colorado, Arenado's a guy that I'm I'm keeping. I'm building around. I'm making sure that I replenish and enjoy his career because he is, you know, a man. If he's not, you know, one of the top three. I don't know if you want yep. Mike Trout first and then Arenado or Arenado and then Mike Trout or however you want to decide it, but he's in that conversation. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I just can't see Colorado being in a hurry to get rid of him, to, to move him. I think they're going to do everything they can to keep him with the Rockies. I uh, to, to kind of build on that, since we're talking about third baseman, does the natural move look like Carpenter's going to go back to play third? Because it looked like Wong had a nice yeah. little season. You know, he's going to stick at second base. Wong is a beast on defense. I just, I'm just a little concerned about for Carpenter's love at third. I mean, I guess if he hits 36 bombs, you just kind of take it for what it is. But man, he just seems like a liability over there at the hot corner. Yeah, no, Carpenter Mosaic confirmed the plan as we speak today. Uh, Carpenter moves to the third and focused this off season. He's been working on that shoulder because that's that's the concern. Will that Bucky shoulder act up and affect the throws? I mean, he's able to make the, the catches, the plays. That's not the issue. It's right. you know getting the ball across the field. And so no, you've got basically a Gold Glove caliber defense now on the right side because Colton Long, a finalist this year, uh, you certainly expect that trophy, that hardware to be in his near future. So imagine trying to be a hit. I mean. I don't know how much of a shift you're going to have to even employ when you've got Wong and Goldsmith on that Goldsmith on that right side, but Carpenter will be at third, and then DeYoung at shortstop. Will the salsa come into play? Oh, God. <laughs> it always does. You know what? Uh, there, there'll it be was... some salsa, but I think there's got to be something new for 2019, right? No did doubt. you have any of that salsa? I did not have any of the the actual salsa, yeah, the actual tell. salsa that Matt Carpenter made. Yeah. It was <laughs> decent at best as a salsa connoisseur. You talked a little bit about... Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the salsa that was in the stores because that was just following a recipe. I'm talking right. about the salsa that the man himself that the mojo made. Yeah. The mojo. Yes, exactly. You can't have, yeah, you can't sell mojo salsa without the mojo. Right, Austin absolutely. Powers told us about that years ago. You're talking about uh, Carpenter. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> you, were ta- <laughs> you were talking about uh, Carpenter's shoulder, so that pivots us pretty nice to Marcelo Ozuna. Uh, yeah. What uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I love what our, how our outfield looks, and if Ozuna is, is it probably like him oh. in the two hole, Goldie in the three hole? What does that What does that look like? Maybe Bader up in the two hole? I just Carpenter's got to hit leadoff, right? They're gonna, they're not going to try that experiment oh, yeah. again. The second yeah. hole. Yeah, I, I would expect that Carpenter would still be the leadoff hitter, but you know Mike Schultz got options now. I, I would be surprised if we see Marcelo Zuna hitting second. Yeah, uh, but you do have the option. I mean, if you're an opposing pitcher. <laughs> And then steps Marcelo Zuna, and then you see Goldschmidt in the on deck circle, yep. or your Goldschmidt's up at the plate, and you see Ozuna there, yep. and then maybe you have Harper Paul and Arenado Young getting fifth, right after you know, I mean, Harper and Arenado, <laughs> Colorado. That's a hell of a lineup, Stolly. Yeah, we yeah. Well, let's get Machado too. Let's just yeah, uh, let's just see that deal for Machado go down. I've, I've played RBI baseball. I get it. I know how it works. <laughs> but, now, but you know what? It, it was made pretty clear today without a direct statement. Uh, but Mosaic was asked if the starting eight um, are on the roster as we speak, and he said that was that was probable. It was very likely. So, you know, are the Cardinals 100% no chance of getting Harper? I wouldn't say no chance, but it's it's pretty clear that they got the big bet that they wanted. I mean, they got Paul oh, Goldschmidt, yeah. who is, again, one of the elite players in the game. He's not a left-handed bat, but it doesn't matter. Look at his spray chart. The dude hits right-handers, left-handers. He hits to all parts of the park. 
They got Paul Goldschmidt. Now they're looking for left-handed relief help, and they do want an additional left-handed bat, but likely a utility. I mean, Greg Garcia is no longer on the team. They need a left-handed bat that can do a lot of different things. Danny Descalzo. Go get Descalzo. Go get those out there. (laughs) We'll take a tough at bat for you. Yeah. Yeah, Is that crazy? No, not at all. Not at all. What about Andrew Miller? You're talking about left-handed arms. He's, He's available out there. We can go get him, can't we? Andrew Miller's available. Zach Britton's available. But here's the question for you guys. As much success as they have had, there's a lot of tread on those tires. Yeah. Is Miller going to have a bounce-back season? And are you confident that with the money you're going to have to spend for Miller or at Britain, that they're going to be able to actually deliver the production you're paying for? I know. And I'm a, I'm a fan of putting those kids in the bullpen and just letting them rip. we got a lot of 100-mile-an-hour fireballers down the farm. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I think that appetizes that other people's uh, palates to, to come get a trade, too, because I sometimes think the Cardinals' prospects are like when Alabama goes and looks at a high school kid, it's like, oh, he's in the Cardinals' farm system. He's got to be some. I can see. Yeah. What, what do you see projected for Luke Weaver? You think he's ever going to be a 15 game winner? I think he can win 15 games. Doesn't matter. Yeah, now. I think he could win 15. I mean, he, he definitely needs to develop a third pitch yeah. um, or become more consistent with it, which is something that he acknowledged and was working on. I mean, we've seen him have good success. So it's not like it's there. Um, unfortunately for Luke, if he doesn't have a favorable strike zone, then hitters know that they can lay off of certain pitches because he doesn't pitch inside effectively or consistently, I guess I should say. And not having that third pitch that he can throw for strikes on a regular basis, they can lay off that changeup and, and they can force him you know, to come back over the plate and sit on that fastball, which even though he's got the good velo, when, when they can sit on it, they're going to hit him. And that's what they did. And, um, you know, it's not that the umpires are bad all the time, but each umpire has their own strike zone. And if he's not getting that outside corner, uh, it makes things very difficult for him right now. Man, I cannot wait for the parade down market when when Ozuna hands it to Goldie and then Goldie to Harp and then Harp to Arenado and then Arenado to Cindergard. That's going to be a magical moment in St. Louis. Oh, I want to switch gears uh, real quick. We're getting up uh, uh, up against a break here, but what about this MLS news? What, uh, what Where are we at with all the MLS uh, news going on? Well, it passed the alderman panic vote, so now it's simply up to the MLS to approve St. Louis, my understanding. So things look very, very strong. Uh, I don't know what's not to like about this total package. It's amazing. So, we have to get the boots you know, back. I mean, yes, if MLS coming to St. Louis, I'll be honest, I thought you were going to bring up the other big news. The, of the XFL? The XFL. Hey, yeah, baby. absolutely. Yeah. I was avoiding it on purpose. <laughs> you know what? So, uh, there's, this, there's this little petulant child in me that hopes that we put 65,000 people in that dome every Saturday or Sunday or whenever they play and just yeah. show – Jerry Jones, how this baseball and basketball town gets up for football, even if it's XFL football. I hope it happens. While man. the Rams are hoisting, I'm going. I'm buying tickets. The Super Bowl I'm going. Coffee. You want to bring a? You want to bring a, a enterprise to my city, and you're you're happy I'll to go. invest in it. I'm in. I'm, I'm buying. I'm tickets. bringing the kids. Well, I'll tell you what. I think this is going to be a much better product and a stronger and healthier product overall, based on the fact that you know they're they're basically taking three years to unroll this. XFL, this version of the XFL, and they've gone about it organizationally very different than before. They kind of rushed it and the excitement to get it out before, and then they ran into problems like, oh, um, players got hurt. Now where's the rest of our talent pool and having a long enough training camp and all those sorts of things that this time they're being very methodical on how they're planning and going about it. Having Oliver Luck as the commissioner, 
with his background is very smart, and they brought in some other personnel. So uh, this has been a much more sound business approach that I think the XFL is bringing. So I don't know what that means 10 years from now, but I think at least in terms of uh, the immediacy, this is going to be very different than that, that flash that the XFL had before. Stoli. Yeah. We got it. We got a big fight coming up this weekend. UFC 231. We got Ortega and Holloway. Both guys are brawlers. Both guys are tough. Both guys are technically proficient at the same time. I can't imagine either one of them losing, but I'm going to have to take Ortega. Who do you got? Well, I probably would have gone with Ortega, but UFC canceled all of his media this morning, so I didn't get to talk really? with him. So now I'm hoping that Holloway knocks him out. <laughs> just, just because of that. Fair enough. Just because of that. <laughs> what like what that about our well. girl JJ versus Valentina? You know what? Um, JJ is really tough, but Valentina. Um, Keep in mind, in their kickboxing days, uh, Valentina's beat her. Well, Valentina's talked about like kicking trees and stuff, right? Yeah, like so, like, like and, kickboxer Van Dam. Oh, oh yeah, she, like she's, oh, she's and, a and kicking trees. Yes, just so that it strengthened her foot. Yeah. Um, no, shank, they kick, call it so. shin conditioning. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a hard time going against that. So yeah, I'm, I'm going Valentina. So going I love for- the. Uh, the trash talk to the other. Kobe Covington kind of had it given it to him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, was that was that the mom jean st- standoff? Yeah. That was great when she came out with those high hiked up mom jeans and just got right aggressive mom jeans. I believe is what the morning show called it. Even though I, 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 I I'm the one that posted that, but yes, JJ was wearing the mom jeans I love and them. she was she High-waisted. looked aggressive and she looked ready to go. But I'm I, I'm sorry, I hate to go against her, but I'm taking Valentina in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. So. I love it, man. Stoli, thank you so much for coming on and enlightening our fans with some sports talk. We are not the place that they typically tune in for, but we are just so juiced about all this yeah. news that uh, you were the guy that we came to, so we appreciate you joining us, pal. Well, it is my pleasure to be a guest on Hoosier Sophisticate because Seth can tell you, I, I think that is one of the all-time great names for a show. It is awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I'll pat myself on the back for that Flip one. Stoli, that Stoli where, can our, uh, where can our fans listen to you and hear, hear your stuff? Well, I'm on every day, noon to one, right there on WGNU, but they can follow me on Twitter, at StullySTL, or you can head over to STLBaseballWeekly.com. I uh, actually have the Paul Goldschmidt press conference, and I'll have more content up here in the uh, the next hours and over the weekend from all the events of today, including uh, news about Yadier Molina's knee procedure next week. Oh, awesome. baby, big news. And we're going to have some UFC to talk after this weekend, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Brian Stoll, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. You got to Have a great week, guys. Thanks. Guys, this is the first hour brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. Check out carltoninsurance.net. He's going to help you out with all your insurance needs, guys. 314-981-4600. CarltonInsurance.net. Best insurance agent in the game. It's getting slick out there, ladies and germs. Let's make sure you're covered sufficiently. This is Hoosier Sophiskin on WGNU, 920 AM. See you on the other side.